Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Provide you with the best possible customer experience. Partner with the All-Star LRS team and call for a quote at 844-LRS-HALL. LRS is Arkansas's local go-to waste solutions provider. First inning there thrown by Ben Bybee. We'll get a look in a moment from Charlie Bell getting his sixth start for Omaha. He's had a couple of weekend starts. Been in the midweek the last two times out. Omaha has already made a change um, in the original lineup that we were handed earlier today and that we read to you in the Built Ford Tough Dugout show. Uh, the number seven slot and shortstop has changed for the Mavericks, Henry Zappay is now at shortstop, and he will bat seven. So, what was the name of the kid that was there initially? Hurdle. Hurdle is no longer at shortstop. Also with Arkansas Blue Cross and Blue Shield, discover the compassion of a cross trusted for more than 70 years. The security of a shield accepted by 90% of doctors and specialists, and the power of a card that opens doors in all 50 states. Arkansas Blue Cross, take good care. Tavian Josenberger looks at the first pitch from the Omaha right-hander, and a ball is called on the switch-hitting Josenberger. One ball, no strikes. Tavian, then Kendall Diggs and Jared Wagner. The 1-0. Outside again from Bell, ball two. Josenberger last weekend finished 3-for-13, had Arkansas's only hit against Paul Skeens, and also scored their only run against him. The 2-0. Bell comes off speed, misses low outside, three balls, no strikes on Josenberger, who checks in at 3.30 with 30 base hits and a 4.17 on base, plus three home runs. And the 3-0 pitch. Bell aims and misses low, ball four. Four-pitch walk, and is Charlie Bell's 10th walk in 14 innings completed. 18 base hits against him. Boy, a lot of base runners against Charlie Bell. That's now 28 base runners in 14 innings for the season. Five home runs. And an ERA of 8.36 at the start of play today. A workout of the stretch against Arkansas D.H. Kendall Diggs batting left-handed. And Diggs takes all the way and a curveball is thrown low. Ball one. Omaha begins the first inning with pitchers already in the bullpen in case Bell needs some help. He allowed four runs to North Dakota State, pitching Sunday in just one inning. Here's the 1-0. Outside, he's missed with his first six. He threw 47 pitches on Sunday. That was actually Saturday. They played a doubleheader on Saturday, so he did get an extra day of rest. 2-0 the count. The pitch to Diggs. Outside again, that's seven in a row. And Bubba just watching... Charlie Bell throw. He, you can see he's he's aiming everything, and he's missing on the same spot outside on lefties. He is. He's missed that same spot several times, arm side up, and he, he's just pushing the ball up there. 3-0 pitch. It'll be a high strike one. Threw it on the inside corner. Now you can swing away. Diggs hitting 343. That's the third highest average on the ball club. 484 on base percentage. That's also second on the team. Pardon me, third on the team in on base. Seven homers and a 3-1 count. Here's the pitch. Takes it again right there for a strike to fill the count. Surprised Kendall was taken right there. That was a, that was a fastball right down the yeah, middle. That was center cut. Well, Bell threw that last pitch with some zip. And the 3-2. Diggs lines it into center field. It starts to sink and drops in front of Hayden Hunt for a base hit. Josenberger thought maybe it'd get caught. He holds it second base. A line drive single for Kendall Diggs, and there's two base runners for Jared Wagner. You know, Phil, it looked like Hunt was going to come in and get that, and he, he, he held up. I think if he keeps coming, he catches that. Body language of Hunt out there says, on second thought, he, he might agree with you. Yeah. He kind of gave up on it. So here's Wagner, who leads the team with 38 runs batted in. And he had a home run and 
Each end of the doubleheader on Saturday, 11 on the year, tied him for his amount from last season. First pitch, curveball over for strike one. First right-handed batter for Bell to face. And did you say he's got a batting average allowed right-handed right-handed hitters up over 380? It's 344 against righties. Well, minus another 35 or so. Owen won the count on Wagner. He swings at a curve and fouls it off the catcher. Strike two. That's great. Against lefties, are only hitting 259 against them, but righties 344 for a big, tall righty, 6'5 righty. That's kind of a backwards number. Usually it's just the opposite, but that you know what that tells you, right? What's his go-to pitch? Mm-hmm. Going to the changeout. Yeah. He's ahead 0-2 on Wagner. Remember, he'd missed with his first seven pitches. He's come with strikes since. 0-2 the count. Wagner waits on it. Here it comes. A swing and a miss, and the pitch dropped by the catcher. He rolls slightly up the first baseline. He throws it off Wagner and rolls right into Bobby Warnes. They'll get no out. They'll get no out. A strikeout for Wagner and a drop third strike by Sid DeMeo. Hogs have the bases loaded. Now maybe they are going to call him out. Yeah, but why can't, can't advance. They can't yeah, advance. No, I why would usually there for a moment. Well, I was wondering why the catcher would even throw to first on that. And then he hit Jared in the back with the ball. But, yeah, a catcher at this level should know that he cannot advance on that. Correct? My my 11-year-olds are pretty – they know not to advance. I just started watching him run down the first baseline and thinking, hold on a moment. Well, you do get the runners to second and third on the drop third strike. I guess they'd call that a passed ball. And Jace Borfin will bat. Omaha plays the infield back. Righty versus lefty. Bell out of the stretch. Fastball fouled straight back by Borfin. You know, and I, I got to say, Jared didn't see that pitch very well. That was one of the – he doesn't take very many swings like that. That was a fastball outer third after two slow breaking balls. It was an 86-mile-an-hour fastball. I just don't think he saw it. I mean, it's that time of the day. You know, you get this right-hand pitcher throwing out of the sunshine into the shadows. 0-1 count, the pitch to Borfin. Swung on and hit very well in the deep left center. Hunt, the center fielder on the warning track, makes the catch. Both runners tag, and scoring from third is Josenberger, while Kendall Diggs goes to third base. Feels like Borfin just missed that thing. He'll get a sack fly and his 18th run batted in. Well, it goes back to that wind dying down just a little bit. If he'd have hit that ball an hour ago, Phil, it goes out. Well, the Hawks take advantage of a leadoff walk. Now you want to try to finish the inning with multiple runs without leaving a runner at third. Here's Stovall batting fifth today. They'll leave a little room on the right side of second base. Zach Lechner, the second baseman, plays way off that bag. And the pitch, a fastball, swung on and missed. It's been interesting. It's interesting first inning here. Charlie Bell is kind of sneaking by some mid-80 fastballs past Arkansas hitters. But to use one of your terms, I think his perceived velocity is more than 85. He's got those long arms and legs. The pitch outside on Stovall, and it's one and one on the hog second baseman. Yeah, that was that changeup right there, and you can see he slowed his whole body down on that pitch. The scouting report says his fastball has some carry on it, but it also has some cut, and that would explain Jared Wagner's swing on that just got a little late cut. One one to Stovall is a high changeup, ball two. Peyton checks in at 299 today with 23 base hits, three homers and 17 knocked in. Two hits Friday, then went hitless in the doubleheader Saturday. 2-1 the count. Big right-hander sets and deals. Ball's hit in the air softly to right. Kennedy got a late start on the move coming in and makes the catch for the third out. Stovall a little bit out ahead of that pitch. Flies out. Hogs leave digs at third, but they score a run on one hit and have the lead to the end of an inning. one nothing. Razorbacks will go to the second. This is Arkansas baseball from Learfield. From your favorite drive through coffee to the iced tea from the hotel lobby, many of the beverages you enjoy every day come from Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee Company. As the official sponsor of the Razorbacks, West Rock Coffee fuels our team and customers all over the world. We are the trusted provider of coffee, tea, flavors, extracts, and ingredients to the brands you love, and we are dedicated to making a difference. Learn more about West Rock Coffee's global impact at westrockcoffee.com.
And we're back with breaking news. Coke Zero Sugar might be the best Coke ever. That's right, Jim. Coke Zero Sugar is a must-try for any Coke fan, so make sure you... Jim. <laughs> Jim. We're on the air. Ooh, yes, this tastes like the best Coke ever to me. Your thoughts, Jen? Well, can I have a sip? <laughs> Jen, we're in the middle of reporting the news. I need to try it first. Today's game being brought to you in part by Harps, where they greet you with a smile, ask if they can help you, and let you know that you are welcome in their store. Harps, hometown fresh. Hogs and Mavericks playing for the fourth time ever. Razorbacks beat them 15-3 in a run rule game last year here at Boehm Walker. You'd have to go back to 1966 for the first time that these programs ever met. Omaha beat, our, beat the Razorbacks. It was 1965. Pardon me. A doubleheader on April the 13th. Lost games 9-7 and 6-3 here in Fayetteville. Arkansas is used to playing in Omaha. And in fact, they practiced at the Maverick Stadium last year in the College World Series. Brennan Bales looks at ball one from Ben Bybee. one nothing Hogs. Four, five, six batters for the Mavericks. Big swing by Bales and a foul straight back. And it's one and one. Brennan Bales also does a little pitching for him. 250 batting average with 11 base hits. The pitch, high chop to the hole at shortstop and through to left field for a base hit. And Wagner kicked it in left field. He's able to recover before Bales advances to second base. Bales just missed an opportunity to get into scoring position with no outs. That's the difference in an Omaha race base runner and a Razorback base runner right there, Phil. A Razorback base runner would have rounded first hard and anticipated that boot and bit on second. Eddie Satiski is their first baseman. And the pitch on Satiski, low ball one. By the way, the Mavericks already have a right-hander up in their bullpen. Satiski hitting 271, 16 hits, one homer, short lead at first. Here's the pitch. Bybee misses down and away. Ball two. Two and oh. Bybee allowing his 12th base hit. Pitch on the way. And Satiski takes low. It's ball three. Three and oh. Bybee had himself a clean first inning through eight pitches to three batters. Finding a little trouble here in the second. 3-0 pitch to Satiski. Takes all the way. A strike. 3-1. Ben's only allowed two hits in the six innings previous before this game today. 3-1 count. Satiski swings and foul tips on a cutter. Strike two. Yeah, it's a great pitch right there. Bottom of the zone. So Bybee threw four innings against Southeast Missouri. The week before that, five scoreless against UNLV. 3-2 the count. The pitch and Satiski takes outside ball four. Two base runners, no outs, and the second baseman, Zach Lechner, next for Omaha. Boy, just missed that outside corner. It's a good call, too, by Sean Arthur. Yeah. I'm still wondering how Arthur was able to continue after uh, he took a foul ball back in the first inning. So here is Lechner. He's up here to bunt. Squares around quickly the pitch. And he bunts towards third base. Reese Robinette makes the play near the mound. Throws to first. Nicely done by Robinette. The runners advance. Satiski to second and Bales to third base. Zach Lechner just put on a little bunting clinic there for sacrifices. Tell you what, Reese had a chance at second. Um, if he comes up and throws that ball to the second, he's got Satiski at second. He was kind of dogging it in there. Robinette and Jones play a step in front of the bases as the corners middle infielders will play back as Arkansas thinks about protecting this one nothing lead in the second inning. Time called briefly for Henry Zippy. Um, Henry Zippy. Zippay, pardon me. He's batting left-handed. He was a late addition into the lineup. Pitch on the left-handed batter is hit in the air towards center field. Falls in. A base hit. 
Josenberger plays it on a bounce. They'll score just one run and tie the game. That is, Zepay came into this game one for 15. And saw a pitch right there and lines a game-tying RBI single. Yeah, that was it was great base running by the runner at second, but the runner at third was going back to tag. Did you see that? Mm-hmm. The, they would have both scored had the guy at third not been in his way. First and third base for Sid DeMaio. He's batting in the eight hole and is one for nine on the year. The pitch gets away from Roland. Here comes Satiski to score a go-ahead run. And Omaha takes a second inning lead, and in the second goes Zip A. You know what? I think he just tried to frame that fill, and it just clanked off his glove. It didn't look like that was in the dirt, did it? No. Just like it looked like a pitch inside, which never got caught. They score that a wild pitch instead of a passed ball. Ooh. And DeMaio's got a runner at second with a 2-1 to one lead. The pitch from Bybee fouled straight back, and it's 1-1. One and one. Dave Van Horn said on the interview, you know, we want to see a well-played game today, kind of a clean game. And already here in the second inning, it hasn't been very clean. Yeah, no, it hadn't been, has it? 1-1 one and one on DeMaio. Here's the pitch. High and inside. DeMaio trying to lean in and get hit. Missed it. So when you look at the, the seven, eight, nine spots in the batting order, and again, Henry Zappay was a late addition of the lineup. These three hitters came in today combined two for 29. Threw one pitch on DeMaio, and Bobby misses high and inside. Three and one. Well, Ben's just not hitting his spots right now. He's, everything's up in the zone. Um haven't seen him throw like that yet. He's he's been he's been a guy that's been down in the zone, been able to really pitch downhill. He just uh, doesn't have a feel for it right now. The three-one on DeMaio is really high. Ball four. So four out of the first five batters this inning have reached base. That'll bring a visit from pitching coach Matt Hobbs crosses first base and. Heads out there. So do you think Ben's feeling a little pressure knowing that, I mean, he knows what's at stake here. If he pitches well, he's got a chance of being in a, in a weekend spot. And I think so much of it has to do with if he would, would, would just throw strikes. One of the challenge yeah. batters because he's got the kind of stuff he could do that. Yeah. Maybe there is a little pressure, you know, in, in a moment like this because the weekend rolls as far as the starters are concerned. You know, they're probably settled. and I, I can't speak for Dave and for Matt Hobbs. They haven't announced a weekend rotation yet. That'll be that'll be tomorrow. But you definitely know that there are some bullpen rolls that could be filled. And Ben, I think, is near the top of the list. Right, I think so. Well, he looked good on the first inning. Second inning has been a different story. Two hits, two walks. And now Garrett Kennedy bats in the nine hole. Here's the pitch. Shows bunt. Got it down. That's a tough one. It rolls foul off the third base line. So it's 0-1. We got lucky right there, Phil. That hit the lip of the grass. If that doesn't hit that lip of the grass, that stays fair. It was almost a perfect bunt. Garrett Kennedy is a junior from Omaha. He's making his first start of the season. They got a couple of guys that would usually start that they're not playing today. One of them is Eduardo Rosario, usually their catcher, leads them in home runs. He uh, did not play the last game of their Saturday doubleheader against North Dakota State. He's not in the lineup today either. And then you got Kennedy, who's 0 for 5 on the season, getting a start. Owen won the count of the right-hand batter. Pitch, half swing and a miss. Roland with a back pick at first. Little bit offline. He might have had a chance at DeMaio. That was strike two on Kennedy. No balls, two strikes. Tell you what, Roland is so good at that that back pick from his knees. Omaha has a two-to-one lead here in the second inning, and they only have one out and two base runners. Bybee ahead 0-2. Right-hander throws. Swung on and missed. Struck Kennedy out on three pitches. And then is right as the right-hander begins to warm up in the Arkansas bullpen. 
There is Gage Wood warming up right now. Well, that's well, one of the best fastballs Ben's thrown. I think I think that was an angry pitch right there. Hayden Hunt, their center fielder and leadoff batter, flied out on the game's first pitch. Now he bats in the second with two base runners. First pitch. Cutter for strike. Nice job there by Bybee. Hogs have Bolton playing deep at shortstop. John's got that long shadow with the sun right in his face. Shadow's approaching second base at the moment. 0-1 the count. Bybee checking second. He deals to Hayden Hunt. High outside, 1-1. One and one. So both bullpens getting a little bit busy here in the second inning. Hogg scored in the first but left the base runner at third base. Omaha threatening to get more here in the second. The pitch hit in the air softly to right center. Josenberger was already shallow. He gets to the gap before Borfin and makes the catch, retiring the side. Omaha, though, scores two runs on two base hits. A couple of walks as well and a run-scoring pass ball. Two men stranded. Middle of the second here at Ball Walker in Fayetteville. Razorbacks trail Omaha 2-1. to one. Now this from Core Brewing. Core Brewing, the official craft brewery of the Arkansas Razorbacks, takes pride in making the best spike seltzer money can buy. Serve your Razorback athletic venues. Scarlet Letter is a national award-winning spike seltzer leading the charge in Arkansas and is available in over 20 states starting this spring. Every can is low-calorie, low-carb, and crafted with unique flavor blends so you don't have to sacrifice taste. Swing by the Brewery Tap Room in Springdale to enjoy all of our Scarlet Letter flavors on tap. To learn more, visit Core of Arkansas Go Hawks! I'm here with the shooter, Pat Bradley, for Saracen Casino Resort. There's Vegas, and then there's Vegas, Arkansas style. Experience all the fun and games of 2,000 slots, 45 table games, poker, and world-class dining right here at Arkansas's favorite place to win, Saracen Casino. Just like you're shooting, Pat, Saracen is so pure. You know what they say, if you can actually do it, it ain't bragging. Join us at Saracen Casino Resort, only 40 minutes from Little Rock. Gambling problems? Call 800-522-4700. For over 90 years, Petty Jean Meats has provided the highest quality products money can buy. They use only the best cuts of meat, quality ingredients, and time-tested smoking processes. With Petty Jean Meats, you can taste the difference. Order online at pjmeats.com. It's like Omaha's made a pitching change here in the bottom of the second inning. And a right-hander who we saw warming up in the... Uh, top of this inning and this is Tanner Olmstead now pitching for the Mavericks pardon me Wyatt Sellers pitching here for the Mavericks now Sellers where's number 10 6 foot 165 pounder from Sepulpa Oklahoma Sellers making his 6th appearance of the year And we'll get the rest of his numbers in a moment. Jason Jones to lead off the Arkansas second inning with a wild swing and a miss at a fastball. Strike one. Wyatt Sellers. 2-0 record, 435 earned run average. The 0-1 on Jones is inside on the right-hand freshman. One ball, one strike. Jones, Robinette, and Rowland here in the second inning. So they get one inning from Charlie Bell, charged with a run. That run unearned due to the passed ball by Sid DeMaio. The 1-1 on Jones. Swing and a miss. Strike two. Pitch dropped on its way in. Came in slowly. Yeah, that's a good changeup right there. Good arm action on that pitch. Jones is 7 for 21 in his nine games. The pitch low on a check swing, two and two. So I didn't get into their their stats. I would assume Charlie Bell is one of their weekend guys, right? He's he, got five yep, stars. Right, he'd started on Saturday, but only one inning. Hmm. Four runs. Got an inning in today. Two-two on Jones, low, ball three. 
I guess you said that and I wasn't listening probably. <laughs> Believe it or not. The audio portions of the headsets do work too. Sometimes mine gets clogged up over here. Three and two. The pitch to Jason Jones. Reached for the fastball and pokes it foul. This is Jason's first at-bat since last Tuesday against Simo. He got the start at second base in that. We've seen Jason Jones start at third base, second base, first base. Another 3-2 pitch in for strike three call. Threw him that changeup. Came to the very bottom of the zone. One away in the second. Yeah, he was. Sellers put that in a perfect spot. You know, it looked like Jason saw it the whole way. Just didn't think it was going to end up a strike. For Sellers, his 12th strikeout in 10 and two-thirds innings. 220 batting average allowed. He's allowed five runs. Reese Robinette getting the start at third base today. Big country, they call him. A left-hand batter. Here's the pitch. Fastball's outside. Reese making his fourth start. The ninth game he appears. Got a couple of pinch hit at-bats against LSU. Of course, he had the go-ahead home run of the 10th inning Friday and then a bounce out on Saturday. 1-0. Line for a base hit in the center. Right there is Hunt to scoop it up. Reese Robinette aboard with Arkansas' second base hit. Every time I watch him swing the bat, I'm thinking this kid's got a big future here at Arkansas. I think so, Phil. What I like about that is that's a fastball in. He didn't try to pull that ball. He, he just stayed inside that. He's got long arms. He's able to get his hands inside that and hit it 106 miles an hour back up the middle. Pretty impressive. He also has a little, he's got that kind of left-handed swing. You know that swing I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. Parker Rowland, the batter. Here's the pitch on the switch hitter. Off speed, waved at and missed. During the during the broadcast over the weekend at LSU, they they uh, they dropped a Heston Kerstad on him. Hmm. Uh, ben McDonald did on the on the SEC broadcast. 0 and 1, the count on Roland. Here's the pitch. He takes that same pitch he just swung and missed. 1 and 1, the count. Now he's not quite Heston yet, but he's he's going to be a good one. Remember Heston Heston just fell out of bed in the starting lineup as a freshman and hit from the very get go. 1-1 you know, one, one on Roland. Here's the pitch. And it's fouled by the Arkansas catcher past third base. Strike two. You get the same sense, though, about Robinette that he could just kind of fall out of bed. Hey, if you go into the 10th inning at LSU in your first ever SEC game and it a pinch hit go-ahead home run, you might be able to hit yeah. you know, right after you wake up. <laughs> I think so. One and two on Roland. Sellers deals. Missed outside, and it's two and two. Good take right there on that changeup. Omaha two, Arkansas one. It's the bottom of the second inning. Hogs' 25th game of the year. Only the 18th game that the Mavericks have played. Sellers with a 2-2 to Roland and just missed outside. That's a great eye by Parker Roland. Ball three. Boy, that's that that's that dangerous 50-50 pitch. You never know what you're going to get right there. That's it's a change up. Good late arm action on it. Roland hitting 204, 298 on base. He has 10 hits, two of them homers. Robinette to a short lead at first with one out, 3-2. Popped up by Parker along the left field line. That's a long run for Brennan Bales, and he couldn't get there. He overran it. Ball falls in for a base hit. Robinette goes to second and stops. Wow, that's when you're living right. When that ball's in the air that long and it drops for a base hit, you're doing something right. I mean, I was going to call that the Bermuda Triangle for a moment, but, man, there was a lot of air under that ball. Brennan Bales, the left fielder. Henry Zappé, the shortstop. Cam Frederick, the third baseman. Nobody really... Neither the, neither of the infielders got there at all. It was up to Brennan Bales, the left fielder, and he had the... He probably had the farthest to run. Yeah, and he's looking into that sun, too, and he didn't, he didn't get a good jump on it. Hogs looking for a hit here from John Bolton. Hitting in the nine hole at shortstop. The right side's open for John. Here's the pitch. Down and in, ball one. Bolton in his 23rd game, hitting 203, 14 base hits. Seven runs knocked in. And Bolton had himself a hit this weekend at LSU 0 for 7. 
1 0 the count on Bolton. Two base runners, one out. Here's the pitch. High and inside, ball two. Phil, I'm pretty sure I described Sellers' changeup as good late arm action. I think I combined my. <laughs> it's good arm action and good late yeah. movement. I just I just kind of morphed that sentence together. See, I don't it's hear been, everything you say either. You don't listen to either me. Either that or I'm just moving on <laughs> to the next thing. 2 0. Inside, ball three. Late arm action probably not going to lead to a strike no, very much. No. Good late arm action is not a good thing when you're on the mound. Well, Bolton's sitting pretty here on 3-0 and with two base runners, and Sellers all of a sudden losing the strike zone. Here's the pitch. Low, ball four, four-pitch walk. Top of the batting order, Josenberger bats with the bases loaded. So you remembered their beer hats. I did not. I'll have them ready for the next game for the for the Alabama series. I've got my beer hat at home on top of one of my lamps because I kind of like the thing to light up yeah. during the afternoon. You know what I mean? <laughs> but I'll get it over here for for Friday's night game against Bama. Josenberger batting left-handed. The set by Sellers. Here's the pitch. Way outside. Starts him with a changeup. Grab mine while you're at it. I'm still no, convinced. There's only one. You, what's, the, what's the one on the wall here? This is a different one. This is my new one. What's the one on the wall of fun over here? That one's not for my head. It By the way, that's the not just the wall of fun. That's the wall of way too much fun. 1-0 <laughs> on Josenberger. Tavian takes a strike on the inside corner. And Sellers, after missing with five in a row, found a good pitch. 1-1. One one. That's a good pitch. Came in with a fastball. Josenberger walked and scored in the first inning. And the Hogs left Kendall Diggs at third base. But here they got bases loaded, one out. And a 1-1 pitch on the way. Way outside again. He's having trouble with that changeup now. 2-1. and one. He does have late arm action on the <laughs> changeup. He's releasing it way back here. Yeah, right-hander misses in the right-handed batter's box with that changeup. That's late arm action. That's right. 2-1 and one on Josenberger. Pitch on the way. Inside at the right shoulder, ball three. Boy, this is a good time to be a hitter right here, Phil. 3-1 count, a little bit of wind blowing out. The guy's missed really bad with his changeup, so you feel like he's got to throw a fastball here. 13 runs batted in for Josenberger. The set by the righty, the 3-1. Hit high in the air down the right field line. Hit well, but also hit very foul. It's the roof near the Hunt Center, so the count fills. Full count with Diggs on deck. That's one of those as a hitter, you want that pitch back. He got the perfect pitch to hit off the Hunt Center and just a little bit early. Robinette, Roland, and Bolton out to their leads. And Wyatt Sellers throws 3-2. Josenberger walks on a changeup that just missed outside. Wow. Game tied as Tavian Josenberger draws his second walk of the game. This one with bases loaded scoring Reese Robinette. Well, Trackman says that was a strike, but we'll we'll take it. That that caught that outside edge. That was that was actually a good pitch it was by Sellers. Pretty good pitch. I mean, he's been trying to hit that outside corner with a changeup. He'd missed badly with two of them. And uh, that one was right at the edge of the zone, according to Trackman. Kendall Diggs bats with bases loaded. And what did he do last time he had bases loaded? Had a grand slam in the 10th inning Friday. Here's the pitch. Down and in, ball one. So does that mean you're calling it? Maybe. <laughs> Have we done this before? <laughs> it's just like a broken record. Are you calling it? <laughs> no, I didn't say it. I wouldn't blame anybody for calling it anytime Kendall Diggs bats with, with at least two base runners. I would not blame you for... for for that being on your bingo card every day. Here's the 1-0. Low, two balls, no strikes. I guess I would like for you to, instead of just dabbling around with no, it, I'm he not might, with it. maybe, I, I hope, if, if he's lucky, here's what I'll just do. say it. No, here's what I'll do. If I'm calling it, I'll actually call it. I will say it. Okay. Instead of instead of being asked, instead of being put on the spot. Okay, I'm going to call it right here. I think he's going to get a 2-0 fastball and hit off the Hunt Center. Here it comes. All right. The pitch. Way high and outside. Ball three. I've never rooted harder for a bases loaded walk in my life. 
Sellers knew not to throw that in there because yeah. he was getting ready to hammer that pitch. I hope Dave gives him the 3-0 green light right here. Sellers ready again. 3-0 pitch comes to Diggs. He takes all the way, and it's right there. Strike one. Oh, that was the pitch. That was the pitch. That was. You think you get another one just like that one? Right down the middle? I don't know. He threw Tavian one fastball, and the, the rest were change-ups. Busy visiting bullpen in left field. Hogs for a moment had Gage Wood warming up. He has sat down. Now looking for the lead. Base is loaded. 3-1 count. And time is called. And the pitch clock expired. The pitch clock expired on Sellers for ball four. And that's how the Razorbacks take the lead. Wow. All righty then. I mean, that sucks for sellers, but, I mean, it, it is what it is. <laughs> it is. I mean, you. by this time, I mean, come on now. It's been over. A, it's been six weeks. Six weeks. And if they, you haven't adjusted to it by now, yeah. you need to not pitch. Well, and he, he does have the clock. He's looking right at the pitch clock. It's right over here below us. That's right. They added the actual pitch clock, and you can't miss it. You can't miss it. There's not a bigger sign in this ballpark other than the... The ones on the outfield fence, then this pitch clock right here. That's the largest that's the largest clock in the stadium. So there's no way that you have any excuse for not at least knowing. And so they get a coaching visit and now Jared Wagner bats with bases loaded. Do you have a pitch clock symbol in your scorebook? No, I gotta come up with one. Yeah, you need one. I need a PC. I, I wrote pitch clock ball four. <laughs> I wrote it real small. I'll just put in a PC. Thank you for reminding me. I need to come up with some new terminology. He'll work from the windup on Wagner, and Jared takes a slider. Strike one. So it's Bolton at third. Josenberger at second. Diggs at first. Hogs lead three to two. Wagner struck out on three pitches last inning. I think it was more of the, the shadows. Here's the pitch. Sliders outside, one and one. But now the shadows are all have, have overtaken the entire infield, so he should see just fine. Sellers again from the windup. 1-1 the count. The pitch to Wagner. Low, another slider. He does not want to throw him a fastball. Yeah, he doesn't. I feel like he's got to throw one right here. Jared's all over that slider. The way he's taking that pitch, as a pitcher, you got to think, wow, he's either sitting on it or he's seeing it really good. He's got to try to sneak a fastball by him. I feel like Wagner's ready to pounce like a hungry cheetah on a fastball. Here's the pitch. A high slider again. Ball three. Three and one. Now it's when you should call it, Phil. You should say right here, Jared's getting ready to hit a bomb. Just kind of feel I'm looking at ball four coming up. He's walked three in a row. The 3-1 to Wagner. Low ball four. Fourth walk in a row. Bolton scores from third base. Hogs lead four to one, and that's the end of the road for Wyatt Sellers. Sellers faces seven batters, and the last six of them reach base. And it will be Jace Borfin, the next Arkansas batter, with bases loaded again after the break. This pitch and change being brought to you by Visit Hot Springs and Oakland Racing Casino Resort. It's time for a road trip. Hit the jackpot with a trip to Hot Springs and its number one attraction, Oakland Racing Casino Resort. Plan your trip at hotsprings.org and oakland.com. Hogs lead 4-2. to and boy, is the turkey on the table for Jace Borfin. This is the Razorback Sports Network from Learfield. Hello, Razorback Nation. This is Renata Jenkins-Byler with Roller Funeral Homes asking you, what is a friend? A friend is someone who has a special role and is always there for you. I am here reminding you that you have a friend at Roller Funeral Homes because you are someone special to us. Whatever you or your family's needs or wishes, you can count on all of us at Roller to be there for you just like a friend. Roller Funeral Homes, serving the Razorback Nation with all our respect. 
Hey, this is Justin Moore for Petty Jean Meats. Hey, Arkansas, it's Quinn Grovey. Petty Jean Meats is a fourth-generation Arkansas-owned and operated company by the same family continuing the tradition. Petty Jean Meats has been providing the best quality smoked meat for over 90 years. You want the best meat on the grill. Like smoked bacon and ham smoked over real hickory wood. Available at your local grocery. Official ham and bacon of the Arkansas Razorbacks. Petty Jean Jean Meats. Meats. Taste the the difference. difference. The new pitcher for Omaha is Kai Riem, five foot eleven, one hundred eighty-five pound right hand uh, right-hander. He is in his junior season. He is from Grand Prairie, Alberta, Canada. Played at junior college at Iowa Western. Pardon me, Iowa Central is where he went to school previously. He's making his fifth appearance of the year. He's pitched five innings. Batters are only hitting 176 against Riem, but he's got an ERA of 12.6. Eight walks, two hit batsmen, and one wild pitch in five innings for the year. So, And he's replacing a pitcher that walked the previous four batters. Wyatt Sellers only retires one of seven batters. Three runs charged to him, and he leaves Josenberger, Diggs, and Wagner on base for Riem to deal with. Kai Riem, that's K-A-I-R-E-U-M. And he will be pitching to Jace Borfin. Borfin hit a sacrifice fly in the first inning in a ball that felt like he just missed hitting it out. Righty versus lefty with a man at every base and a two-run lead. First pitch is a curve, and it's right in there for a strike. That's a clutch pitch right there. That's a tough situation to come in. you got bases loaded and Borfin up. 18 RBIs for Borfin. Came in today batting 403 pitch. There's another strike off speed right there. They look like a changeup. Come with a couple of pitches that were sitting in the in a, in a real dangerous portion of the strike zone, but I don't think Borfin was looking for the slower stuff. 0-2 the count. Riem kicks and deals. Bounced it, and it hit Borfin. Jace Borfin is hit by the pitch with bases loaded. He is the Razorbacks' resident baseball magnet, the tenth time he's been hit by a pitch. And that'll score Josenberger with their fifth run. We talk about the 0-2 hit all the time, Phil. An 0-2 hit by pitch is is almost as bad as a pitcher. You just hate her. As a pitching coach, you hate it. Well, how how often do you say, "Well, you want to waste a pitch, but don't throw a terrible pitch. Don't, yeah. Don't don't you know waste it to the point of hitting the batter." So it's Stovall, the ninth hitter of the inning, five runs across already, and Stovall is the fourth consecutive hitter to hit with bases loaded. First pitch. Is low outside, ball one. Stovall flied out last inning as the third out. Righty lefty, one out, one and oh. The pitch off speeds a strike right there for Stovall. It's another change up, pretty good pitch right there. Omaha right fielder Garrett Kennedy could practically get into the Hunt Center in two steps. He's playing so far back in right field. The 1-1. Stovall takes a low changeup with a check swing. Ball two. Boy, you're right. He's almost on the dirt. He's almost on the warning track. The left fielder Brennan Bale shielding his eyes with his glove from the sun, which at this point of the, (coughs) pardon me, still say afternoon, is right in his face. Stovall takes a strike to even the count of two and two. He still hasn't seen a fastball. You can really see this guy's changeup, though, Phil. He pronates his arm. I mean, like, really overemphasizes his pronation when he throws that changeup. The 2 2. High chop over the mound brings the shortstop Zippe near second base. He flips to Lechner to get the force at second, but nothing else. Diggs scores from third. That's the fifth run of the inning. Wagner also advancing from second base. Credit Stovall with a fielder's choice and a run batted in. And Arkansas leads 6-2. to two. 
Uh, I thought that shortstop was going to come in and catch that and step on the bag. It looked like it from this angle, didn't it? I thought he might have had an opportunity to do that, but he played it back way behind second base. In fact, I guess he was he was so far back he couldn't charge it at all. Jason Jones began the inning with a called third strike against Wyatt Sellers. Now he's facing Kai Rehum. First pitch from the right-hander is a strike to Jones on the inside. First and third for Jones. Wagner at third base. He got aboard with a walk. Stovall at first with a fielder's choice. Here's the 0-1. Jason takes a slider outside, 1-1. One Jones 7 for 22 now as a Razorback. Jones a freshman out of Savannah, Texas. Bats on his shoulder, 1-1. One, one. Check swing, pitch low outside, 2-1. But where do you see Jason Jones settling in as, as, far as, a, as a Razorback? What position? Because we know sure he's got yet. the bat. I think it, I, the first base feels like the place. Could be. He and Rent, I think Robinette will both get chances at that position. Although Reese, with a pick throw at first, chasing Stovall back. You hear Dave Van Horn talk about Robinette. He might, I think he might be thinking about him at third base now. I mean, he's starting there today, so obvious thing to say. But he's also said, look, I mean, wait until you see him play third base. He can play that position. Might be a matter of who hits. 2-1. Breaking ball low on Jones. Ball three. Man. Where do you think? You know, I don't know. I, I see Robinette more as a first baseman, a big left-handed first baseman, especially when he fills out and puts on 20 more pounds. Maybe see Jason Moore as a third baseman. 3-1 to Jones. Takes a second strike on the inside. We disagree. Imagine that. But I just see Jason, I, I see him as more of a third baseman. You know, he's a freshman right now. He's got a big body. He's going to get stronger. He's going to get quicker. Um, I think he'd be a good corner guy. 3-2 pitch with Stovall on the move. Strike three called. Ends the inning. Ooh, that's a bad call. Yeah, strike zone floated around that inning. We saw strikes called balls. We saw balls called strikes. We also saw five runs score for the Razorbacks on just two base hits. Also, four walks and a hit batsman and two runners stranded. Razorbacks lead 6-2 to two over... The University of Nebraska-Omaha at the end of two innings. Now this from Shelter Insurance. The ninth game of the newest SEC football tradition, known as the Battle Line Rivalry between your Arkansas Razorbacks and the Mizzou Tigers, is complete. Look for the tradition presented by Shelter Insurance to grow in the coming years as we continue to heat up the border and support our student-athletes with this new rivalry, the Battle Line Rivalry, presented by Shelter Insurance. Find a shelter agent near you at shelterinsurance.com. This isn't what gets a cotton grower up. What gets a cotton grower up isn't made of plastic-covered electronics. It's made of heart, determination, the calling that doesn't need a buzzer. Because you know early is the key to success. Stoneville Cotton knows, too. It gets out of the ground earlier and establishes a healthy stand quicker, so it's less vulnerable to weeds, weather, and insects. For a stronger finish, own the early with Stoneville Cotton. BASF. We create chemistry. Always read and follow label directions. frustrated with your bank? Armor Bank knows your time is valuable. Skip the frustrating red tape that most banks give you and bank with Armor where they simplify banking. Locations all across Arkansas to serve you. Choose Armor Bank. Hogs lead Omaha 6-2 at the end of two innings. Ben Bybee's back on the mound in a shaky second inning. But he uh, recovered, got the last two batters and Cam Frederick takes his first pitch for a ball. 1-0 on the number two batter Frederick. Mike Bovey on deck, then Brennan Bales. Frederick hits righty. Here's the 1-0. Bybee missing with a fastball, 2-0. Frederick grounded out in the first inning. An easy first inning for Bybee through just eight pitches. And then he faced seven batters last inning as he comes in with a high fastball for strike one on Frederick, 2-1. Frederick, a former college teammate of Jared Wagner at Creighton. 
2-1. Very late swing. Strike two. It's a good fastball right there. Just off that outside corner. Frederick in his second year with Omaha. Of course, was it Creighton the two years before. 2-2. Two -two. Ball outside. The count full to start the inning. So he's played for both universities in Omaha. 3-2 pitch. Outside, ball four. Leadoff walk. I think this is a big inning for Ben right here. He needs to have a quick inning. We score we score five in the bottom half. He needs to come out and shut these guys out. This will probably be his last inning. I agree. And it, it, I mean, there's in the context of this game specifically, but there's also in the context of what we know. You know, if you're looking to have Bobby work on the weekends, you're not going to be trusting a guy who's walking the leadoff batter after a five-run inning by your offense. Bovey takes a strike from Bybee. Mike Bovey, left-handed batter, grounded out in his one at-bat. He's hitting 489 of the start of play. Lost 10 points off that average with one at-bat. 0-1 pitch. Is a little bit high, one and one. I think it's impressive how you can say Bybee facing Bovey. Mm -hmm. Bovey, see, I can't even say it. You don't miss a beat. It's one B and a V in Bovey. Two B's. And two E's and a Y in Bybee. Pitch outside, and it's two and one. I just made myself dizzy <laughs> saying all those things. <laughs> you lost me at B. Right. <laughs> Bovee to Bybee. Yeah, it's a good one. Too bad they're not a battery. Two one. Fouled straight back by Bovee. Bovee is B O E V E. Junior out of Hastings, Nebraska. He's playing his 120th career game. He's got a career average of just under 360. Two balls, two strikes, nobody out on the third. Frederick out to his lead at first base. Bybee's pitch outside, second full count in a row. Gage Woods up again in the bullpen. Yeah, this might be if he walks if he walks Bovey right here, this might be it for Ben. See if they start Frederick. He's running. Fly ball over third base. Tracked by Robinette in foul territory. Here comes Wagner on the run, and it falls between them on the warning track. So Bovey's still breathing. Yeah. Um Reese didn't take a very good route to that. He didn't he didn't anticipate the ball slicing back towards the field. Well, they'd sent Frederick. Bovey, not a guy that strikes out much at all. Two strikeouts in 15 games for the season. And they anticipate they'll start Frederick again. He's not running. Ball's hit very well to right field. Borfin on the run, diving, misses the ball. One hop off the fence. Frederick to third base. They're going to send him around third. Borfin comes up throwing. It's cut off by Jones. No throw home, and he scores easily. Mike Bovey with an RBI double to cut the lead. Six to three, Arkansas. That's a great effort out there by Borfin. I thought he was going to get that ball was hooking away from him just a little bit, or he makes that play. Bovey hits his seventh double for his twelfth run batted in. We've got a veritable slugfest here in the third inning. Six three, Arkansas. Three hits apiece, and the leadoff walk comes back and gets Ben Bybee. Brennan Bales is next. He had a single in the second and scored their first run. Here's the pitch. High and in 